If you were no longer affected by the judgment of others and you stopped judging yourself, would you make different choices? Why make choices in your life based on judgments instead of on your awareness of what would create the life and living you desire? Everyone has the potency to make inspired choices. Get ready to listen, share, and experience the creativity that is you. Now, here is the host of Inspired Choices Radio Show, Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A to Zen.fm. Wow, welcome everyone. I'm so glad you're here with us tonight. We have got a wonderful guest that's joining us, and we are going to be talking about some things that you may have been talking about this week and may be avoiding in your life tremendously. So before we bring our wonderful guest on, I just want to touch on what we were talking about last week. We had, um, the topic was kindness, who's got some? And, you know, it's what I love about the radio shows is that the topics will pop and they'll be really asking to be spoken to, and I'm never 100% sure exactly what direction they're going to go in. And I I so enjoyed last week's show and the interaction that was in the chat room and all of the awarenesses that were coming up. It was a fabulous show. We talked about everything from just straight-up kindness to being kind to you with your body, being kind to you with your money. And, wow, it was phenomenal. So check that out. It, it, Absolutely in the archives. So um, before we get going, I'm just going to tell you a little bit about myself. I am a possibilities coach. I work with individuals and companies to bring more of their desires to the forefront, to help them to move past what's not working and to actualize what they know is absolutely possible. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator a bar facilitator, energy healer, a radio show host, producer, and the owner of this station. How did I get so lucky? I also love to do business classes. I have a fabulous program called Beyond the BS Business Studies that is in full swing. We've got two classes, uh, one's going, and the second one is about to begin. I also have a program called Divorce with Dignity. If your relationship is in in motion to go into different directions and you're having some challenges with it, whether you've started the divorce process or you're long past it, but the emotions remain, it's a program that certainly has been moving a lot of people into a more easeful and uh, collaborative relationship with the past partner. Um, I also do the foundation classes with Access Consciousness, and I have one coming up November the 24th through the 27th if my brain can <laughs> process that right now. And uh, that's in the uh, Toronto area. It's a fabulous class. It's a life-changing class, something that just really started to to send me forward so quickly with ease. Um, the awareness that we receive and the tools in that class is phenomenal. So if you would like to connect with me, I'd love to hear from you. You can send me an email, Christine at inspiredchoices.ca, and I'll answer any of your questions. So tonight we are talking about, do you know you are a witch after Halloween? And I have a wonderful guest, Lauren Polly, who's joining me. Do you know you are a witch after Halloween? How to reclaim your wisdom and power in all aspects of your life? What if the lies you were told keep you separate from being the magic you be? How can you employ practical magic to change any area of your life beyond definitions 
and limitations. So we are going to be talking about all things wish tonight. I'm really excited about this topic. Um, Lauren Polly, let me tell you, you can hear her giggling in the background. Lauren Polly, let me tell you about her. She is a true seeker and a great giggler. Her contagious laugh and zeal for life influences everyone who crosses her path. Lauren is a catalyst for people who are living their life on autopilot. She helps others shift from surviving to thriving through dynamic healing, self-empowerment, and life-changing tools in her classes, coaching sessions, and on her weekly radio show, Beyond Speech Limitless Communication. Author of the international bestseller, The Other Side of Bipolar, which is an amazing book, Lauren shares her own personal journey to help others find the life they desire without limitations. She has shown thousands of people around the world how to engage boldly with themselves, their body, and the world in order to create the life they desire. Lauren is also a certified access conscious facilitator, a certified talk to the entities facilitator, an ASHA certified medical speech language pathologist, wow, that's a mouthful, and a registered (laughs) instructor. And you can connect with Lauren at laurenpolly.com. Welcome, Lauren. Thank you for coming to play with me. Yay! I'm so excited to be here with you, Christine, and all of y'all listening, and just really excited to dig into this topic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Like, when did this topic um, pop for you? Because you and I have known each other for about, I don't know, two and a half years, mm-hmm. and you've talked about a ton of subjects on your radio show. I don't remember this one. So when did this one really jump up and, and speak to you? It jumped up in kind of a louder, very talk-about-me-now way about a month ago. Um, I just finished doing a hangout, a free hangout online about this topic. And I also have a three-part telecall coming up, digging way, 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 way deep into the wisdom and potency that hides behind the lies of the witch and how we get stuck in the definition. Um, So that kind of class and that subject really popped a couple months ago, like now is the time to talk about this. Um, It also feels like there's something present now in the universe, in the energy, just in our own willingness to not go into the weird, to the wacky and wrongness kind of way, but to really actually look at like the energetics of what's here and how we can actually apply them to have more satisfying lives and to actually be at full power. Um, So that's kind of been more of a louder calling, I would say, the last Mm -hmm. month or two. But this topic popped up for me when I was going through um, kind of my mental emotional issues. I was in therapy maybe like six years ago. I was 30 and I was just learning about these energetic tools. And they were so different and also kind of weird compared to what I had done in the past. And Mm -hmm. me coming from having a mental illness diagnosis, I didn't want to do anything weird. I kind of wanted to be normal and toe the line. Um, So the energetic tools opened this up to me, and it came up in a session where um, my therapist was digging through past life stuff, and I was having trouble showing up. Like, I didn't want to be seen. I didn't want to be seen as too powerful. I was more shy and withdrawing. Like when she was through. Sorry, when she or he was asking you questions? You were you were yeah. shying away from it? I will, it was just in general. Like, it was kind of a life theme, which, you know, if you know me now, I'm much more, um, I would say, open and talkative. But way back in the day, I was actually quite shy and um, hiding a lot, I would say. Really, really wanting to just kind of find a very quiet life 
withdraw a little bit from the world and not be noticed too much. Um, mm-hmm. So I was looking at this in therapy of like, you know, it kind of feels like a limitation. It's something I'd like to be able like to be comfortable having people look at me. Um, talk to me, maybe reach greater into the world. And digging through questions, this thing of like, well, were you a witch in your past life? And what did you go through? And how is that maybe affecting you now? Um, so that kind of opened the bubble, I would say, like five, six years ago. And since then, going on my own discovery path of reading books and educating myself about the history um, also kind of more the traditions. And then for myself going, if none of that was really relevant, but it was more the energy and what I could actually be and utilize now, what else is possible? Mm-hmm. But it's fabulous. So let's just step back. I loved your book. I'm still in the midst of reading it. I'm a thorough reader, not a fast reader, so I will read every single word. <laughs> but your your book about bipolar is is really you know let let the listeners know what that book is all about and i Mm. I think it kind of leads into this show tonight oh it absolutely does yeah the book is called the other side of bipolar revealing your strengths to move beyond the diagnosis um it is a memoir slash self-help book it's told in poetic story form i've been told it is quite a bit of a spellbinder most people are reading it kind of in one sitting or very quickly or thoroughly like you are in soaking it in um, it follows my personal journey of being diagnosed with bipolar when I was 14 after my parents found a suicide letter that I had written um, and kind of chronicles my journey of going through the Western medical system with heavy, heavy, heavy doses of medication, horrible side effects, um, really disempowering therapy that didn't lead to greater possibilities. Uh, and then my path out of that where I started meeting holistic doctors who spoke to all of me, not just my diagnosis, Um, Mm -hmm. and then my own path of looking at yoga, meditation, access tools, energy work, really not only first to crawl out of that, but then from there go like, okay, if I'm not making myself wrong, and if this diagnosis doesn't define me anymore, what would I like my life to be? And also, what was in the diagnosis? That's actually a strength that was twisted because I wasn't aware of it or didn't know how to use it. And I think that speaks to everybody, even if you're diagnosed or not. Right. What I no. what I really love about when you're talking about um, your journey with, you know, looking at holistic doctors and, and looking at things from a what else is possible, you mm-hmm. actually work in the medical system. So it's not that you're just you're poo-pooing the medical system because you work there. <laughs> Yes, I'm a medical speech-language pathologist, so for the last 11 years, I've been working in intensive care units in some of the country's top hospitals. So I work with strokes, um, brain injured patients, people with head and neck cancer, ventilator-dependent, kind of touchy situations, more end-of-life care or right after a catastrophic event. So for me, it's a beautiful marrying, like where you're not making the medical system the bad guy and fighting it. Right. And you're also not um, kind of negating the holistic system, but what can you use if you were including everything without a judgment? And that's really how I right. approached my own care and why I think I made so much progress. Right. Well, I just love that because it really does, it does give you more clout um, as far as what you're saying because you don't work outside of the medical industry. You're not, you're, you don't have a bad taste in your mouth with it. You're being inclusive, 
which is really the holistic, like you are bringing everything in and what what is required here to, to really contribute and, and change greater. So so let's jump in. We're going to be going to break in a few minutes. Let's jump into tonight's show, really um, talking about, about about being a witch. So what, you know, what is it to be a witch in this time? And, and what, what is, um, there, there's a lot of energy around that word. I mean, yeah. you did that on your free hangout. Let's, let's get into that because I think there's so many people out there that don't even want to look at this topic because yeah. they think it's crazy and yet it's kind of like driving by a car accident. They can't not look at it. Yeah, seriously. Well, and what you had said at the opening of the show of like, you know, you may have been talking about this this last week coming up to Halloween, and you also may have been avoiding it. So I would ask all of you all listening, like, how much have you been putting blinders up or plugging your ears or just trying to avoid this one word? And either stepping back from full potency, presence, healing ability, or not being super... I I want to say the word powerful in your life where that other people may throw that word with the judgment at you. Um, Whenever we're resisting something to that degree and going into avoidance behavior, not only can we not use the gifts that may be there, but we also create a lot of energetic angst and get locked up. So if the witch didn't mean that you flew around on a broomstick and had the pointed Mm -hmm. hat and put curses on people, what does it mean beyond all of the lies, the definitions, and the judgments? Mm-hmm. So, what is all the, of the, the definition? What is the definition of the word witch? Hmm. I don't know. You got a dictionary? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I am going to find that. Okay. Look, we're going to go for our first break of the night. When we come back, I'm going to have that definition up. <laughs> And uh, we are going to get into this because you know what? I love looking at those meanings, and then we yeah. may we may get some uh, information just from that dictionary. And then we've got some lots of other things that we want to cover about this and and how we can really step into it and have it be a major asset to create our lives. So you are mm-hmm. listening to Inspired Choices Radio with my guest Lauren Polly tonight. Do you know you are a witch after Halloween? Stick around, everyone. We'll be right back. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? 
For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beinguclass.com. My gift to you, beinguclass.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S., 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada, 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Hey, everyone. Thank you for sticking around. We are talking with Lauren Polly. Do you know you are a witch after Halloween? And before we went for break, I said, what's the definition? So we've looked it up. And so the <laughs> definition is in the old English, it's female magician or sorceress. Uh, in later use, especially a woman supposed to have dealings with the devil or evil spirits and to be able, be able by their cooperation to perform supernatural acts. And I love the one that it says, one who wakes the dead. <laughs> so no wonder we have a little bit of a charge on these words. <laughs> and it's so fascinating. Uh, if you actually start looking just at words in general, when someone says a certain word and you get the thing in your belly, when you kind of like want to collapse or hide or shy away, how often or how much are you aware of all the judgment, not just that you may have, but everyone else around you as well? And I think this is one of those words that when you say it, people think you're crazy, people think you're weird. Um, and then also if they actually called you a witch, good Lord, I mean, that brings up so much stuff just from the past of being burned at the stake and ostracized, sent away. Um, I, I find well, it fascinating it, looking... Sorry, I was going to say in the visual, like the visual, like people have these ugly faces, they're old, they're decrepit, they're scary. And, and, you know, I find now in this time and space that people, when they say the word witch, they often have the energy behind it as, as a bitch, right? You're such a witch, right? Yeah. So who would, who would really in this time and space want to be called a witch? Yeah. And that's exactly it. And like, how often have you been shying away? And when I say like full potency, like, have you ever been so present with someone that you were a little intense, you made them a little bit uncomfortable because you were just <laughs> so there? And was that something and during some time, some space, some dimension where someone called you a witch as a way to control you? and back off because they were throwing that judgment at you. Mm. And so this is Good fascinating point. to look at. It's like, you know, it's, it's light and it's a label. What are labels used for? They're used to define you, and that definition can become a trap. So it's interesting to look at if someone was calling you that like a label with a judgment, was there some way they were trying to make you back down? Mm. And everywhere you did... Mm-hmm. And everything yes. that you want into it, let's destroy it and create all of that. Absolutely. Time to get right and wrong, good right and wrong. Talk about all nine short boys beyond the beach. He can be my puck and potter. <laughs> there you go. So, Lauren, yeah. let's jump into um, you and I were both looking at an article, and it was mm. uh, a, the different signs that you know that you are a witch. What were the ones that jumped out to you the most? 
Oh, my goodness. There are so many of them. Um, this last one here at the very end, uh, scrolling through, it says um, there's um, more magic and divination. So speaking of signs and symbols, you get premonitions as if you have an internal crystal ball. And I want to break this huh. one down because it's fascinating, right? Like so many people, again, have the definition of like, if I had a premonition, it means I'm going to get a jolt. There's going to be a bolt of lightning coming down. I'm going to have an actual vision or hear voices. What I love to invite us to look at is if you have an internal crystal ball, is that just one form of awareness that you have of yourself, of the world, and of the environment? Hmm. Are you so cool. one that was – it was so cool, right? And so, like, are you one that actually had this degree of awareness, this life or past lives, and because you could foresee the future or look at somebody and know what was going on in their body or see two people interacting and know what was going on into their relationship, was that your own internal crystal ball, your own awareness – and was that actually made wrong? Were you called a witch because you were aware on that degree? Right. right. So all the charge around that, everywhere that was at play, and so you've been shutting out, you've been judging your awareness and afraid to trust it because last time you did, it got you in trouble. It got mm -hmm. your judgment thrown your way. Will you just join and create all that? Yes. Yeah. Right now, I'm good to talk about all nine shirts, boys and beyond. Yes. Well, wow. it's very, very fascinating how we've got these knowings, and we, we talk about that a lot on these shows, and, and how you just know something instantaneously. I mean, if you have, if you're a mother, if you're someone who works with your caregiver, you have these knowings without being in the room with someone. You, they're instantaneous. You just know, pick up the phone, call this person, go see this person. You have these knowings. And and back, you know, years and years ago, if you had this knowing, that's when they would actually jump at you and, and say you were mm -hmm. a witch because they maybe were not choosing to be as aware or maybe they just were, you know, judging themselves that they weren't as good as you, so they had to actually criticize you in order to protect themselves. Yeah. So it's it's quite fascinating, and it's fascinating to me what you were sharing in the um, in the meetup about some of the things about our wisdom and our power, and um, what what we've actually turned off that if we would turn on again would begin to create even greater in our lives today. So do you want to jump into that? Yeah. So like looking back at just kind of, and this is what I came from looking at like the history of like the witch trials and things like that, just different pieces of information. A lot of times women who were accused of witchcraft were actually the widows and they owned land. Their husband had died. They were wealthy. They had possessions. They owned the land. Um, they were accused of witchcraft. This allowed the um, town elders, I guess you would say, to kill them and claim the land for themselves and all their possessions. Hmm. So you can kind of take that experience and what you may, either if you were that person and were accused of it, or you were someone who did that to her and were the accuser, or you were a bystander, right? Awareness doesn't work just with you and your own single little bubble. If you were anywhere around that or were aware of those energies, it could be having an effect on you now. And flash forwarding, like what could you have made a decision or a conclusion about from that experience? 
Could you have gone, oh, I'm not going to have that degree of wealth and money ever again because last time I did, I was killed because of it and accused of something I actually wasn't doing. Mm-hmm. So you can see how that one thing may be bleeding into your wealth, your abundance, your money, or charges you have around the ease with your money flow. Right. Absolutely. And, it's you know, it's just another thing for the way that people avoid receiving their wealth and stepping into yeah. it because there's there's so much judgment around wealth, not not singularly being a witch, right? It's like mm-hmm. if you're if you're wealthy, then everybody's going to want money from you. If you're wealthy, you're going to have you're going to lose friends because you're going to have to say no to them. If you're wealthy, then everybody's going to leech on you. If you're well, you know, oh, there's so much around that. And then when you came in with this, when I heard you say this, I was like, Are you kidding me? It, it, it just resonated so strongly for me. Yeah. And and one of my questions was when you were talking about, you know, being a widow, being a wealthy widow, and I had said to you in the class, so have we bought into that in order to have wealth, we need to be widows? Yeah. And yeah. It, just, wow. it, it just really jumped. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> there it is again. It just so jumped for me. Yeah. And how and many times have we heard that? Sorry, go ahead. And it's interesting, too, to look at, like, you know, those of you listening, it makes no cognitive sense. Like, why would I think that I have to be a widow to have money? Like, if you're coming at this from the thinking mind or the definitions, that doesn't make any sense, and yet it locks people up because at some point in time, some space, some reality, what have you, there was a decision that was made of, like, this was the way to have wealth was because of this was being a widow. And so if you carry that forward lifetime after lifetime, you leave your body, you take everything as an energetic blueprint with you, you come back to the Mm -hmm. next body, guess what? You're already energetically blueprinted in. You carry that stuff forward. That's one of the reasons that um, the tools of access consciousness and some of the other modalities that kind of dig into past lives, I have found very helpful to be able to clear those things and side note, massive capital letters without making it significant. There are some past life work that you can do where they make it so significant that you were this person or you did this thing that that becomes its own definition and then locks you up in this lifetime. So I look at this work much more of bringing up an energy, clearing the energy, and for information. How can I utilize the information that's here to now move into my life in this reality, in this body? in a more present, potent, and creative way. Hmm. Yeah. Sorry, I'm back on something you said. My mind is just drifting back to it. It's like, (laughs) all of this, all of this is just so fascinating. And and what's been hidden, what's been Mm. pulled away from us, what's what's been ripped from us based on the judgment around this word, It's fantastic. And, you know, when you talked about past lives and how we've made them significant, I've had a couple of past life readings, and I know that that I was stuck on it. You know, it was significant in my mind for some time because I thought if I just get the answer, then Mm -hmm. I can finally, (laughs) you know, um, change something. And it wasn't 
I've come to know it wasn't about the answer. It was about some receiving some awareness, receiving some information, and creating beyond it. Yeah. So, you know, yeah. it, for me, the past life thing, yeah, I totally get that. I mean, this is fabulous information. And now what can we change? And now what can we go on to become even more? So we're going to go for our second break. If you're listening, if you would like to ask Lauren a question, Please contact us in the U.S. You can call 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can come on over to our website. We've got a Skype button there. You can Skype us. We would love to hear from you. Love to take your questions. And when we get back, Lauren, I'd love to jump more into what can we be um, doing now to really step into the power and potency uh, and the magic of being a witch. And, of course, I would love to talk more about what people are going to be receiving on your Reclaim Your Potency and Wisdom series. So, everyone, mm-hmm. stick around. You are listening to Inspired Choices here tonight with my guest, Lauren Polly, where we're talking about do you know you are a witch after Halloween. Stay tuned. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. The Bars is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The Bars is the first class in Access Consciousness a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Thank you for sticking around, everyone. Tonight, we are talking with Lauren Polly. Do you know you are a witch after Halloween? If you would like to connect with Lauren, you can do so at laurenpolly.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-N-P-O-L-L-Y. And I've told Lauren this before. Every time I hear her last name, I think of my grandma. Because <laughs> my, grandma's, my grandma's nickname was Polly. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, grandma. Stop happy, it. Happy memories, too. What? Happy memories with that. That's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
for me. It's all good. So before we went for break, I was saying I would love for us to dive in more on, on how we can start to really use the, this capacity of being a witch to our advantage. Yeah, yeah, that's a big question. And it's, it's, there's so many layers. There's so many layers to this because right when you kind of get past one judgment, another one might pop up. And for me, that's kind of the biggest thing, like as an initial step for those of you who are listening to this show, looking at the judgment factor. Like if you hear the word witch and it kind of pushes the button, it may be something that you want to look at a little bit deeper. If you want to run away and hide, <laughs> maybe there's something here for you. Um, really getting what's true for you beyond all the layers of society's judgments of this world. And I don't think, you know, some people think the judgment is just like the negative connotation where, you know, oh, well, you know, you needed to be burned at the stake because you were evil and you worked with the devil, that kind of thing. But beyond that, the judgment can also take the form of the definition or the pictures that we see. You know, witches now are depicted, like Christine had said, being very haggard with the mole on their nose, always by themselves. Um, so they're just, if you look at that one iconic image, there is a sense of loneliness. There's a sense of evil and trickery. Um, sometimes fun, depending on your perspective and maybe the illustration. But there's so much that's wrapped up just in the icon. Um, I can't even pronounce the name. What is that? Iconic? Can you say that, yes. Christine? Iconic. The iconic? Yeah, and, and what I really want to look at with the three-part series we're going to go into way in depth is looking at the props of the witch, right, and the icon, um, everything that's iconic about that, all the judgment and the definition that's keeping us from actually having those energies utilizable, accessible in a practical way, like the hat and the cauldron and the um, the wand, like, if you actually didn't need props, you were the magic, what would be different? Mm. What if all of that was a limitation and something that was given to you, like you needed to have these things? And back in the day, they were symbolism. They symbolized certain things in the universe. And as you had your symbol, you were able to connect. It doesn't mean it was required. And I think that was another kind of stopping point is we have all of these pictures in our head of what it means or what it should mean. What I'm inviting you to is a very different energetic sense and the ability to actually be without the definition of that, but to show up as you. And if you are being walking, talking magic, which most of us are, there may be a judgment thrown your way. Do you have yeah. the inner strength and spark to still be it and not back down even in the face of that? And that's something I've been going through a lot lately with my book. I've been on national TV, national radio, speaking, you know, a lot of the people who've been interviewing me are traditional either psychiatrists, psychologists, or MDs. And coming at mental illness from a very different perspective, that's witchy, man. That's magic. That is very, very different. <laughs> do you, do you, know, you get some people kind of tilting their head at you going, um, pardon? You know, and what's, what's fascinating is I can sense that in them a little bit, but because I'm able to not come at it like I'm really weird and I'm going to tell it to you really weird, but to give it in a practical way and use it, and I'm willing to do that, there is yes. a recognition of truth. And even the doctors are kind of like nodding their head like, oh, actually that makes sense. I would have said you had paranoia. 
And what you're telling me is that you're hypersensitive to the environment. And I would say, yes, and beyond that, hypersensitivity is actually a greater awareness and interconnectedness with our world. And so coming at it from that perspective, yes, it is magic, it's different, it might be weird and wacky, but when you take the weird factor off of it, everything becomes accessible. You're able right. to then go so, ahead and connect with people. Right. So for for the listeners, it, when we become comfortable with who we are and, mm-hmm. and we're no longer even spooked by it, people yeah. are able to more more readily receive what we're saying because we're not trying to even go into defense about it. Oh, my goodness. That's huge. That's that's it. And that's what I'm talking about with these doctors. If I was coming in with the weirdness or trying to hide it, like, I don't really want to go in depth because you may think it's weird or find something that's naughty here. That's all judgment. Like, if you're able to really stand naked and open in the world and be like, you know what, this is me. This is what's worked. This is what I believe, whatever it is, that actually allows people to receive you in a way where they don't have to fight you, they also don't have to agree with you. There's an open right. space for them to make their own choice. It empowers them that way. Right. Right. Well, I yeah. mean, that's just it. Like a lot of, you know, movies that are depicted about about witches and about a lot of different things, it's a push energy. It's like, I'm yeah. right, you're wrong, right? And And when we're in that push, of course people go immediately into resistance around it. They're not actually willing to hear and therefore, they yeah. can't check in whether it's true for them or not. And it's okay if it's yeah. not true for them. But, you know, when I'm sharing my awareness with people, um, you know, first of all, you know when you, some people in your life, when, you know what, they're just not going to receive it, so don't even bother. But for most people, when I am sharing my awareness, it's like this is what's true for me. This is what I'm aware of. And, and you know, when I'm not making them have to be the way I am, they will actually look at it. And I've seen people, you know, step in 5%, step in 20%, and, and like slowly move towards it. But this is how we're going to start to change this, is when we ourselves are no longer in the judgment of it and therefore defending it. Yeah. And then when you stop judging it, you have access to it. Like if it's so funny right. facilitating classes, you know, I'm a talk to the entities facilitator, which is a, um, an entire massive, beautiful set of tools and classes to get you in touch with your capacities with the spirit world. And it's interesting to me doing like an intro class with brand new sparkling people who are like, I want to have connection with the angels and this set over here, but they won't acknowledge the spirit of their grandmother who's, <laughs> who's like messing with their lives next door. It's like, if you're still resisting part of it, you can't get to the part where you're utilizing it in a generative way and able to actually start into creation. There is mm-hmm. that space where there's a charge. I'm getting stuck here. There needs to be a little bit of work on my part to get rid of the charge. Right. What is that for you? And it's individual. In my three-part series, it's called Rise of the Witch. We're really going to be getting into that, knocking out all of those layers, and then starting to look at when you have you, you don't have to broadcast it. It's not like you're going to be, you know, flying around on the broomstick or that sort of thing. It's just you have your own potency and your own wisdom. And from there, there is this sense of presence. There's this sense of power and freedom of choice, really, to be able to create as you. Mm-hmm. 
different. You know, I'm just, I'm just, it's very different. I'm just thinking about people that really do have magic and you would maybe, um, they would maybe have been diagnosed as being, you know, witches and warlocks in past lives. When you look at our modern day doctors and you look at some of Mm -hmm. the absolute things that they can do with people and their bodies and, you know, they're working with them and there's no evidence of what's wrong and yet they have a knowing. That, mm-hmm. That's magic. That's following that, that those capacities. I mean, you could say the same thing with somebody creating food for, for another person's body that is in pain or aching. There's so many different areas. When we start to look at where people without cognitive knowledge knew something and were able to create it, that's magic. So how many of us on, on this planet are actually being it and doing it right now without the label? Yeah. I think... And just a side note with that, I think, too, it's because magic has been labeled as something else. So this couldn't possibly be magic because that's happenstance. Or I was reading context clues. I wasn't telepathic. I was reading their body language. Like, we explain it away because magic is what it looks like in this world where you have the crystal ball, you have the magic wand, it's something of fairy tale and of myth. It's not something that's you, you know, talking like we do with the access consciousness tools, actually talking about being magic. It's actually quite different than a lot of other systems and extremely from mainstream that still has a picture of what magic is. So then people can't acknowledge their magic just by being, or they're Mm -hmm. knowing where there's not a cognitive rationalization you know, all of you listening, what is one time where you had intuition? You had a gut knowing. Mm-hmm. You said something before the other person did. did you, you know what I mean? And it's these kind of little spaces of acknowledgement that start to create more than trying to, like, chase the goal of being, oh, I'm going to be magic now. I'm going to run towards that finish line, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. When you can actually already see where that space is present in your world and acknowledge it and now ask it to grow and spread throughout all of your life. Yes, please. (laughs) All of your life, throughout all of your body, all of your molecular structure, and everywhere on the quantum field and plane, whatever that is, all the space between the molecules where you can actually allow your power, your potency, your magic in that way that you be, not what you do, not what you look like, not with the witch's props, but just you, Wherever that's been present in your world, touch it, Mm. tease it, tickle it, ask it to start to grow, and ask it to start to show you. Mm. Educate me, please. How can I have more of you? How can I be this more? And could you please, please, please start to grow and start to spread? This is a faster route than trying to clear out all this past stuff. Look where you already are it. You haven't acknowledged it yet. Acknowledge I it. I love that. Tease it and tickle it. And here we go. Yeah. <laughs> Be it and tickle it. I love that. Yes. <laughs> wake up, wake up, wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just tickle it awake. That's fantastic. Okay, we are going to go for our last break of the night. This, is, this conversation went. So quickly, again, oh <laughs> why is it that really good stuff goes so fast? 
<laughs> Anyways, we are talking with Laura and Polly. Do you know you are a witch after Halloween? When we get back, we're going to talk more about her three-part series coming up and uh, see what it is that you would like to create with the magic that you be. So stick around, everyone. We will be right back here on Inspired Choices Radio Show. Many of us make choices in our lives based on the past or what others think. What would our lives be like if we made our choices based on what we desire in this moment? By tuning into Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver, you'll receive tools and inspiration you can use to do just that. You are an infinite being with infinite choices. Are you ready to create the life and living you truly desire? Listen for Inspired Choices Radio Show. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is Inspired Choices Radio Show with Possibilities Coach Christine McIver. To participate in the program today, please call toll-free in the U.S. 815-880-8255, talk, or Canada 613-800-8736, or you can Skype us. Our Skype name is a2zen.fm. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to christine at inspiredchoices.ca. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. I am Christine McIver, and I'm here with my lovely guest, Lauren Polly, and we're talking about being the witch we truly be. So, Lauren, before we went to break, we were talking about all of the things that we can start to change in order to step into the magic, and I'd love to now get into what this um, Reclaim Your Potency and Wisdom series is going to look like, The Rise of the Witch. (laughs) The Rise of the Witch, and I love that title because it's really like, are you ready to rise? And not like rise over people, but are you willing to like rise for yourself and to really have your own back, stand strong in you first and foremost, and not back down because of any judgment or label you may have been given this life or past lives. And diving a little into that, I want to just read part of the write-up because it's going to give you just the touch of different energies we're going to be going into. So we're going to look at what, what, what witches were and where you may be holding yourself back based on what occurred in the past. So witches were wealthy widows that owned land. And we talked about that. Are you cutting back your wealth, the wealth that you're capable of having? They were trusted healers. Are you forsaking your healing ability and turning it against your own body? Which is where communioners with nature. Are you denying the oneness you know is possible with the earth? 
which is we're communicators with spirit. Are you blocking out your infinite awareness by putting up barriers to the spirit world, which is we're creator of, creators of magnitude? Are you stagnating yourself and the gifts that you have to offer the world? And lastly, they were potent, present beings who saw the world differently and scared people as a result. Hmm. And as a result, are you turning yourself down in order to hide and make others uncomfortable? Yeah. So throughout this entire series, we're going to be touching on all of these topics, getting into wealth and money and bodies and the natural world, and really looking at where have you labeled something or bought into the definition or judgment of what it was, that if we can take the charge off of it, we'll actually give you access to the gifts that's there so you can start living this life in this body in a way that is far far beyond what you may have done before. Looking forward to that. Absolutely. Yeah. We have a, we have, <laughs> and, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, and just as a side note for that too, there there is a prerequisite for the class, which is an access bars class. And the access bars is a lovely gift to be able to dive into during the series because we're going to be clearing a lot of the judgment and a lot mm. of the points of view to be able to have more space and ease accessing all of this. So I wanted that as a prereq so that people actually had ease and the conversation can go to more and more depth that way. I'm excited about that. that that's awesome. Yeah, no, they, they yeah. get a gift in that too. So we have a question in the chat room. Uh, our, our listener says, the thing that came up earlier was you mentioning mm -hmm. the solitary witch. She says, I feel destined sometimes for that and not as a choice, but as the only possibility to maintain sanity. Can we talk about that? She said, I have a real love-hate push-pull with other witchery, pe witchy people. <laughs> Maybe this is my judgments of us. That's a great question. It's fantastic, and there's so many, many layers. And just I hear you with the sanity part. For me, with everything that I've been through in my past, that was the way that I found some semblance of peace was to retreat and pull away. Um, but in that, I realized I wasn't actually creating the life that I desired. It wasn't my choice, like you mentioned. It was a coping mechanism. So when there isn't the actual judgment of that, and there's more ease with your awareness of other people, there is an ability to show up and actually be present in creating your life. So first and foremost, um, what I would love to just put into your world, Reba, is to look at the solitary witch and where you may be feeling alone. I think that speaks to the majority of people on the planet. <laughs> Everybody. Yep. Um, and what I would, there's this such an interesting thing where when you are magic and you know you're one with the universe. You know the ability you have to commune with nature, with the spirit world, with other people, with bodies, with the molecules around you. When you're not making the bigger ask for that or asking for that to show itself to you, instead you look towards connecting with people, you're always going to fall short and be dissatisfied because you're going for this reality's version of feeling connected and not alone, which is through other people. Go for mm. that. But also if you started making the bigger ask of like, I do have a massive awareness. Like what is my awareness with everything, not just people? And yes, you may want to shy away from that, like you said, just to feel sane because it's so much. But if you could 
expand yourself and actually get as big as you be with your awareness with the universe, would there be more support, more comfort, more ease, and more of that sense of connection that we're all looking for? Mm. So everywhere and anywhere that you haven't been making that bigger ask and really acknowledging your bigness and your big awareness, and that in of itself is the witty, is the magic, will you destroy and uncreate all that? Yes. <sighs> Times a godzillion. Right, wrong, good, bad, hot, pod, online, short, boys, and beyond. And just the last part of your question here, the judgment that you have, the push and the pull, the love and the hate with other witchy people, is that something that you're doing with yourself? Mm. You know, and if you're doing that with yourself, of course, if you find someone who's got an energetic congruency with you, you may have that same dynamic. Look inward and start clearing that, and you may start noticing your interactions changing. But look at the big picture, people. When you be the magic, you be the big, 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 big picture, things magically will start to change just with that. And then from there, we clear what we need to. But I play much more with creation. Clearing is one arm of this work. The massive arm comes when you actually choose and choose and create. And choose and choose and choose. I love yeah. it. Wow. This, how did the week go so fast tonight? The, the, there's so <laughs> much in this. There's so much. And what I love about it is it does feel like uh, right timing. Uh, I, it does feel to me, from what I'm seeing, that people are are looking for the magic and are are willing to receive it um, in many different ways. There there's a much more openness to it, and and I love the pragmatic of what we're looking at in order to step in and receive all of that information. So thank you so much, Lauren. This has been absolutely fantastic. Mm. It's been wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> so, again, if you would like to connect with Lauren, you can go to laurenpolly.com and, of course, laurenpolly.com forward slash rise dash witch, and you will see that's the Rise of the Witch Reclaim Your Potency and Wisdom series. And you can also connect on Facebook. We'll have all of this information up there, or you can check out this archive in the station. So thank you, everyone. I would love to see you next week. We'll have another wonderful topic that we'll be exploring. If you would like to connect with me, you can do so at christine at inspiredchoices.ca. And wherever your world takes you, please remember, everyone, you always can make another choice. Have an amazing week. Bye for now. Thank you for choosing to listen to Inspired Choices Radio Show. Christine McIver will return next Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 7 p.m. Central Time, 6 p.m. Mountain Time, and 5 p.m. Pacific Time on A2Zen.fm. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.